This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My, my name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue on with a theme that we started on Monday. And the title of the programs this week is The Fear of God. And when we think of the fear of God, I think our natural inclination, Juni, is to shudder and be fearful of something. Yet we need to point out that in Hebrew as well as in Greek, there's many words for different kinds of fear. We are talking about the fear of the Lord. And in Hebrew, the Hebrew word is yare, and that's specifically regarding the fear of the Lord. And it actually means reverence. It's esteeming God, acknowledging that God is so awesome. It's adoration, it's devotedness, it's honor and respect. And this, this should uh, make us all so aware of the importance of the reverence of God or the fear of God, because it leads to many instructions. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, 28, we, we read these words. Since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. That word reverence is sometimes used as fear. So it's a powerful, powerful ingredient in our lives that will open the doors to many aspects of knowing God. And Junie, I think you pointed out during the week, it's not the knowledge, it's head knowledge because the heart is deeply involved in revering God every day of our life. And it has to do with relationship. Yes. And I gave an example like godly mother and father raising their children to know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil. Yes, Lord. And, excuse me, if a child does something that he knows is against what his mother and father taught him, if he's not being honest and authentic, going to his parents, sharing with them that he did something wrong, he made a mistake, that his mother and father might know that and ask forgiveness, but instead 
is afraid to let them know, so he covers up his wrongdoing, and he's no longer authentic and open with his mother and father. That's the way fear has to do with us as believers with God, that we would love his commandments, we would love his law, we would obey him, and we would desire to reflect him. And there's only one way for that, Shelley, and that is to be born again. So we have covered many, many scriptures, and we encourage you to listen to the podcast for the first three days, because we're going to pick it up again with more scriptures. The important thing is here, the word of God is full of that portion of of scriptures, the fear of God. So let's let's continue, Junie. Um, with a Psalm 25, verses 12 to 14. Psalm 25, verses 12 and 14. Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. His soul will abide in prosperity, and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he will make them know his covenants. Junie, we see promises of God, one after another, that depend on living in the fear or the reverence of God. Well, the connected, Shelley, and what's wonderful is that when we do revere him in that way, he will guide us, he will lead us, and he will also reveal his covenant to us. Absolutely. The promises of God are so great if we have the fear of God. Actually, in the New American Standard, here's a simple verse, Proverbs 23, 17. Live in the fear of the Lord always. Now, always is all the time. We should have the fear of the Lord in our hearts. Let's go into Psalms, Psalm 86, verse 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. In other words, give me an undivided heart to fear your name. So again, fearing the Lord is a condition of our heart. It's not a mental thing. It's a manner of living every day with that reverence for God. Jeremiah 32, verses 38 and 39. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart... And one way, in other words, an undivided heart, that they may fear me always for their own good and for the good of their children after them. Lord, it's so, Junie, it's so incredible how God, his goodness, wants us to understand the true meaning of revering, having the fear of God. His promises never end for those who fear God. And today, Shelley, in this generation, when the whole world has always, according to scripture, lied in the evil one. Mm. Today, the opposition against God, against holiness, against being born by the will of God as a male or female, marriage according to the Lord, uh, honoring uh, parents, 
uh, loving your family, the place of a man or a woman in God's sight, the place of a husband and a wife, or honoring authority is all upside down. Wow. And we really really need to see what Paul wrote in Galatians 4.19, that he said, My children, I am again in labor until Christ is formed in you. And when Jesus walked the earth, those 30-some-odd years, he made a pathway for us, Shelley, to follow. And that was in always doing those things that pleased his father. That was in humility. That was in love. That was in honoring and knowing what his father expected of him. Yes, Lord. And if he's formed in us, then he will teach us his ways and guide us in his paths. That's right. And teach us his commandments, as you read before. Amen. How would you like to have the Lord encamp around you all the time? Well, listen to this psalm. Angel. Psalm 34, verse 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he rescues them. What a powerful verse, but it's all dependent upon how we revere, how we fear the Lord. Again, staying in Psalms, let's go to Psalm 145, verse 19. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. He will also hear their cry and will save them. Again, Junie, it's promise after promise of God that depends on how we, how we know to fear the Lord, how to revere him, how to respect him all the times. It's, it's surprising, you know, we said at the beginning of the week, this is the, so many verses are related to the fear of God. And the fear of the Lord, Shelley, his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And that name means salvation. Yes. So when we call upon his name, when we do what's right, he will save us. Even if we suffer outwardly, he will be formed Amen. in us Amen. and make us whole and holy. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16. And we're going to go through uh, the next few verses because it leads to something in 2 Corinthians 7. 2 Corinthians, beginning at chapter 6, verse 16. We are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from the midst of Come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Now let that all leads up to Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, which says this, Therefore, having these promises, we just read about the promises, therefore, having these promises, beloved, Let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Junie, so powerful. 
these promises of God, and it, it, it's going to lead to perfecting our holiness in the fear of God. And what we're sharing, Shelley, is not your opinion or really? my opinion, but desiring to open up God's word. And that's what's so important, that our listeners would know God's word. Really? What is unclean in his sight and what is right in his sight, because today our laws are unclean. Right, yeah. Right. And permitting things that in God's eyes are unclean. And so that's what's so important. We need to know for our soul's sake and salvation that's right. to live a righteous right. life. Really. So I, I want to encourage you, read Second Corinthians 16, 6, verse 16 till the end, and then see that it is fulfilled in Second Corinthians 7, 1. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Thank you, Lord. Powerful. Thank Tuning, you, Lord. Let's pray. Let's pray that every listener to these programs will understand that we really don't fear the Lord the way we should, but we want to take the word of God, have it incorporated in our spirits, and fear the Lord, that so many aspects of the Lord will open up to us because we fear the Lord. We pray that for myself and June and for every listener that hears this program. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, Shelley and June Volk. Dot com. That's Shelley and June com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. <laughs>